Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. You talked earlier about networking. Uh, What about how important has mentoring been in your career? Mentoring is um, mentoring is probably the the single thing that I am most grateful for Mm -hmm. at Humana and because it's um, we just talked about a win-win so when someone when I think about the folks who have mentored me uh, and I'll and I'll give another shout out to Joy Meyer um, in her retirement but she poured into me when I first started in human resources we shared one office there wasn't much space in the area that we were working we shared one office together have you ever sat in an office with another human being eight hours a day for a year that's Mm. a lot so that was an extreme form of mentoring right but Mm. that was pouring into me in a way that I could just never Mm. I could never I would not be who I am without that so it was really spectacular but there are always there are always folks who are willing to say. Um, and Carmen, I think you and I were talking about this uh, before we started the podcast. There, if you ask folks, generally they are really more than they're 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 overwhelmed and happy to spend mm-hmm. a little time with you. Um, and so I currently have about three mentoring relationships going on. Um, I have one uh, one individual that's interested in moving into human resources from operations. So she really reached out and said I, and actually her leader helped her reach out to me to say, let's make a connection between the two of you. And we meet once a month. Um, of course, we track it on our Go Mentoring site. We make sure that we, um, we continue to... Uh, 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 those hours are important and we look mm-hmm. at that even from a diversity and inclusion standpoint okay. we want to make sure that everybody's getting um, some mentoring but I meet with uh, each one of my mentors about once a month and I think I get more from them than they get from me and they'll usually tell me the same thing so I think if mentoring is done from a standpoint of um, uh, we have a planned goal uh, of of being able to get from this point to that point, and it may go on forever. One of the things that I really like about our our mentoring philosophy at Humana is that yes, it could be for a designated period of time. Let's say that you just have a particular project and you need somebody to sort of be that mentor over that project and that experience. But generally, our mentors actually tend to go on for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And you may not talk to them for a while, but they still feel like they have that relationship where they'll reach out. I have that in my life. I know where I can go for that. And I have folks that know that they can come to me. So um, given everything that, that um, 
everything that we do at Humana is for our members and to build our business in a way that we can be sustainable, that we can bring value and grow and continue to um, invest in our communities, even in our bold goal. I don't think that we could do any of that without the key pieces of mentoring among folks. I would agree. Any advice on finding a mentor or approaching a mentor? You know, you mentioned timeframes, and I think sometimes with mentoring, it's helpful to have like a goal in mind. Um, this is what I want to achieve, or this is the the situation I'm having difficulty working through. So, any any thoughts around approaching someone? Yes, and and so that goes back, um, Brittany, to that risk taking <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and networking. So really, the big picture is for me that um, when we talked about putting our phones down, sitting at the table with folks that you don't know, and having that conversation as an individual, um, you can build relationships with folks very quickly to the point where you can take that risk and say, you know, you're in an area that I am really passionate about. I these are the three things that I have thought about doing would you would you mind if I sent you an invitation uh, just for an hour uh, or maybe 30 minutes so that we could talk about either have a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. right together but in our virtual environment would would you be okay with me sending you an invite for 30 minutes so that I could share some of the things that I have done uh, in thinking about your area and maybe I could get a little guidance from you about what you think might be helpful Um, And just take that first 30-minute step because you will quickly develop either a relationship that you know that this person and I, that we click and that we're going to be able to continue to have more time together. Rather than I'm pretty shy about being able to say, would you, you know, hey, Roger Cued, would you be willing to be my mentor for the next year and a half and and we'll meet monthly and here's my eight goals? Mm -hmm. Well, it kind of sounds good to have in your head. It's too overwhelming for me. So Mm -hmm. but 30 minutes is something that people are almost delighted to give. And it takes them away from their regular environment and gets them into a conversation with somebody. Um, I find I've never had anybody say no to that. Absolutely. It's kind of like what you said earlier. What's the worst that can happen from asking the question, right? right? And for that, as I share with you before ours, that, you know, I took the risk, asked the question, and was able to um, have a mentor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'll kind of give a plug here for like our mentoring program. I know I've been through the WNRG's mentoring circles and something that has been invaluable to me is being able to communicate your your 30-second elevator pitch. Having that in your back pocket for me personally makes networking with others that I don't know so much easier because I'm able to articulate who I am, a few of my passions, my business area, and then go on and further seek information from the other person. Um, Because believe it or not, everybody, because I talk all the time, I'm actually very intimidated to go up and introduce myself to someone. So um, this is the kind of tip trick that I've learned through my mentoring resources um, that's kind of helped me. So uh, speaking of, you know, best and worst, uh, yeah, it's really helped me because it's something I'm really scared of sometimes, but uh So can you kind of share uh, about some of maybe the best career advice that you've been given or, you know, maybe even the worst? (laughs) Oh, well, the worst comes to mind um, first. So I'll share that one first. Um, 
so 14 years at Humana, um, closing my eyes now, kind of picturing this, but I was working as a care manager. I was still a nurse caring for members, and it was actually my favorite job ever back then. So maybe I've had better or more favorite jobs, but it was my favorite job at the time, and so I was pretty resident, hesitant to leave it. And um, so we had an HR person who is is not with the company. She's been gone a long, long time. And I won't say her name, but I remember that she saw me in the hall and she walked up to me. And I, I give her absolute credit for having positive intent. But she, she came up to me in the hall and she said, Cynthia, she said, what do you want to do next at Humana? And I said, uh, nothing. <laughs> I love what I do. I have never been happier than what I'm doing right now, caring for these clients. And she said, kid you not, she said, that's not good enough. And I remember standing oh. there thinking, oh, gosh, HR, I can't believe this. She said, that's not good enough. You have so much to offer that we need to find what's next for you to do at Humana because you can bring more value than you're bringing right now. And that was so Mm -hmm. discouraging. Mm -hmm. So I think her intent was to inspire, Mm -hmm. right? But words matter. And think about what she meant and what I heard were two completely different things. So that was hands down the worst career advice I ever got was that you have to go do something different. And if you think about the 48,000 associates that we have at Humana, some of them are truly happy with exactly what they're doing right now, and they are spectacular at it. And one of the challenges that we have as a company is how do we celebrate that? How do we celebrate the folks who love what they're doing and, and aren't interested in doing anything else? So many of our podcasts, so many of our conversations are about how do you get to develop? How do you get to the next level? And so it's a passion of mine to make sure that we find a way to celebrate the folks who love what they're doing right now. Um, Because sometimes we can feel a little less than if we're not moving around and we're comparing ourselves to folks who are moving every 18 months. I shared my story, but that doesn't mean that that's your story. Your story may be that I I love this job and I want to make it better and I want to share my feedback with my leaders so that they can continue to hire people to do this valuable work. Thank you. Oh, I am like raising the roof right now. Um, I think that is such a necessary message um, for us to also be sharing. It's perfectly fine for you to love your job and do the best that you can and be happy staying there. That is perfectly fine. Yes. be proud. I, 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 I love that you've shared that with us. Thank you. And it's good to hear that from an HR person <laughs> right right, right. I mean, it's good it's almost reaffirming in the event that you do want to stay where you are you're totally satisfied where you are that's what you want to pour into that's what you feel like your skills are and you can contribute so much to <gasps> so that's good I like that so on the flip side too I think you talked a lot about your left turns right turns mm-hmm. and I think that's something that comes up in conversation over over the past couple years but you know making the lateral moves instead of climbing the ladder and the importance of those roles even if they're not like technical promotion so uh, you did speak to that earlier in your journey but maybe just some more insight on how you were okay with that I'm so glad you asked that question because it's something I forget to talk about Um, a couple of times uh, there have been opportunities where um, I have we've talked about me taking risk and enjoying that 
the the antithesis of that is also that I've had opportunities to take um, what you might consider a promotional position but because the work was not what I wanted to do right then, I've actually said no to things that might be considered a, a, a an upward movement because I am so passionate about the fact that um, learning more, I think, Carmen, you talked about that earlier, being a learner. When And this is an evolution for us at Humana. I firmly believe, and I'm speaking from my own heart here, I firmly believe that Humana will be successful because folks are willing to learn additional things and take a role on the left or the right. It's not that you have to move, but when you do think about what you want to do next, um, one of my when you do think about what you want to do next, what is the work that you're going to be passionate about? If you find that answer, then the rest for me tends to fall in line. It's, it's not... Uh, Everybody, there's. I, I've, one of my leaders, Vicky, told me once. She said, "You know, some folks are um, uh, attracted or driven by um, uh, the power or the title or the that promotional activity. Some people are really. It's very important for them to have that compensation. They're looking for what's that next level of compensation that they can achieve. And then there's that third area where people are actually thinking most about what." work would bring me the most fulfillment and I remember she said that to me and I thought I I think everybody I know wants that fulfillment we may talk a little bit about a title or we may speak about um, the importance of the great compensation that we have uh, and we're so good here at our company at being competitive and making sure that whatever job that you're doing we know what's great benefits for you I mean 28 days of vacation when you first start at Humana we have a great compensation team that does so well with that so I kind of set that aside and think about what is the work that I'm most passionate about and so those are the lateral moves that we talk about and I wish I could maybe you guys could help me come up with a better word than lateral because lateral seems to have maybe a negative connotation and we can think about this a little bit but moving into the work that you are most interested in doing next it may be a little piece of what you're doing and you take it and grow it so I think about the three of you you have your day jobs but you come here and you help do these podcasts and 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 help the women's network um, learn more about other folks and what they've done that's part of your passion Mm -hmm. that's work that you're doing that may grow you will look back someday and say wow what I did here Carmen and Brittany and Tara what I did here this created a space for me to do something else next that you might not even know about today so you're taking those risks you're doing those things but you're also looking forward towards what is it I'd like to do uh, more of And thank you for saying that because we absolutely love our podcast and we absolutely love everyone that sits in the seat that you're in right now and shares their story. And uh, like Brittany said earlier, Tara, we just want to share the knowledge. There is so much out there to learn, to know, and and we just absorb it like sponges over here. We love it. And and you're feeding us. So (laughs) we love it just as much as our day job, for sure. Do you have any questions for us? Yes, I have a question for the three of you. So I haven't listened to all of our podcasts that you guys have done, This Humana Life. 
one of the things that, um, but I've listened to many of them, and one of the things that I've never, um, I've never heard anybody ask you this question. So I'm going to toss out this idea for you guys to think about. Mm. What I think your listeners would really love to hear next is who's Tara, who's Brittany, mm-hmm. and who's Carmen, and how the heck did you guys find yourself doing podcasts with some of with the exception of me, some of the most influential, fun, compassionate, exciting leaders and individuals and associates around our company. So I think that your your listeners are really ready and sort of interested in um, who you guys are, how you got to be doing this, and uh, what your favorite takeaways have been from this doing this together so I'll volunteer but you may have somebody better in mind and I'm delighted with that but I will volunteer I'd love to interview the three of you and give you an opportunity to do a podcast um, talking about your experiences and uh, in this journey in the podcast that you're doing for the women's network group would you be it's so funny. Yes, flip the oh, script. Wow. Flip the microphone. That's an honor. <laughs> as soon as she, you finished talking, like my anxiety was like, ding. No. <laughs> we ask us questions? No, yeah, that would be pretty incredible. Well, yeah. and we did a, a brief little kind of uh, a, more of a different take on an episode that will be coming out a little bit later this year. But we always start with a few of those icebreakers. And so we actually spend about 45 minutes with um, with our podcast group with Melissa, Carmen, Tara, and myself, and we went around the table answering questions. So in that episode, I think our listeners will get to hear a little bit different side of us whenever we're on, I guess, the other side of the mic, per se. Yeah. But that's something to look forward to, but absolutely love the idea and, and would love to bring that to life. It sounds like more of our journey. And which Brittany's talking about was it, it was fun. It was oh, just I can't wait. That has not aired yet, right? No, I haven't heard no, that, that was okay. taped, and uh, you know, it's it's almost like we were being asked what's our favorite emoji, and thing. I think it was thing that was one of the questions. Oh, mm-hmm. sweet. So we took some of those questions and played with them, but not really our our journey. And that's an interesting concept. You three are a very influential and key piece of our culture and our um, Women's Network group. And so I think that Thank it's you. time for us to get to know your journey a little bit better. So anyway, think about it. Oh, and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll say that as a teaser for a future episode. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> awesome. So everybody has a story, and I'm sure you as, as well as everybody else, uh, you want to share the story and we want to hear it. So what is a story you don't get to tell enough? Um. I thank you for asking that, Carmen. I think uh, today, this is a new story, and so um, nobody's really heard this. So I'll share it with the three of you, and and I know you keep it just between the four of us. Um, <laughs> I have, will try. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I have, uh, and it's a, it's a it's a it's a little mm-hmm. serious, um, but I think it's important that we all um, make sure that we find balance in our work and our personal lives. And I know others have talked about this. Uh, I have uh, extended family in Texas and um, recently, and and this has been very public, it's been on all the news broadcasts recently, so I'm not sharing any HIPAA information that that hasn't already been shared. I do want to say that as a nurse and as an HR partner. Um, But uh, our extended family 
in Texas recently experienced a kind of significant, a, a terribly significant tragedy. And I say that because um, I want to remind us of what's most important is that balance. And so our little 10-year-old Lily um, uh, went swimming on Labor Day in a the Brazos River in Texas. So she went swimming in Labor Day with her family, and she's done that since she was she's a fiery redhead 10-year-old girl. She's a real special girl. And um, she, she's been swimming, uh, living on the river since she was born. Her, her mom and dad, same thing. So it's very common. Um, they go, you know, boating and fishing on the lake there. And uh, she came down with a headache a couple of days later. And it turned out that um, in the water is a very tiny little amoeba that's very dangerous if it gets into your nose. So she ended up developing a type of meningitis where the amoeba has traveled into her brain and it actually eats the brain tissue. So forgive me, I'm a nurse. I know that many of you probably can't think about that idea, but it was sort of an unimaginable um, event. And we lost her last Sunday. She lived for about a week and we lost her last Sunday. And so my thoughts and my prayers are with uh, her, her parents and our extended family. I say that and I share that story today because it's really made me think about what's important and what we do with our time. So I get up at 4.30 in the morning and I spend 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour with, with uh, my God and I pray and I, that really helps me prepare for my day. Um, and then we at Humana have this opportunity to do so much great work that we can find ourselves working a lot, working a lot of different hours. Sometimes we're very agile in our schedules or sometimes they're very fixed. But I want to make sure that I highlight for each one of us that um, finding, and my leader is so good at that. So if you're a leader listening, thank you for being someone who helps your team find their balance. Uh, Tim Duke does that for me. He encourages me to make sure that um, I'm giving my all to Humana when I'm working, and then I'm leaving Humana and setting Humana aside when I'm not working, and then I'm spending my time with my family, my friends, uh, my church, and some of the things that I'm passionate about outside of Humana. So I'm, uh, I work with a pregnancy center in our local community, part of my bold goal effort to make sure that we're taking care of families in crisis pregnancies. So uh, that's my story. And if I could leave you with just even one piece of, rather than thinking of that tragedy, I think Lily would want me to ask you all to think about making sure that you keep that balance every day and every week. Um, because our time here is pretty short and it's important that you spend it um, with the ones you love and doing the things that you love either at Humana or at home. So thank you. It's a powerful story and it's a heartbreaking story at the mm -hmm. same time. Yeah. But it's, um, it's definitely words that I need to hear and I'm sure many of our listeners too. Um, just to keep reevaluating what's important and to be passionate and dedicated to the work we do but then to know when to step away and be present and uh, you know um connected to those that we love that are around us so it's it's a great reminder so thank you yes it's fantastic and i'm sorry for your loss thank you and thank you yeah. for sharing your personal story thank you well cynthia we are so grateful for your time and uh, you know, I've known you now almost 10 years, mm. which is crazy. 
<laughs> I don't know how that happens. Um, but your Cynthia, and I'm sure your the listeners and Brittany and Carmen can get a sense of who she is from yes. from the moment you you put eyes on her. Um, but you've been instrumental in keeping me focused and why we do what we do. So, you know, I'm I'm in the home ops area, and just being member centric, always making that a number one priority. And then as I moved into leadership, making the associates my number one priority so they could make the members that that's for 10 years that has been driving me. And that's something that I, I got from you immediately in year one. Um, so that impact that she's had, you know, 10 years going, um, has, has really helped help me be who I am. So thank you for that. And thank you for what you've done for everyone else you've touched. Um, we are all better people because of you. So thank you. Thank you, Tara. It's been my pleasure. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.